everyone, welcome to the second episode of Music Ed Musings, where I, Connor Prim, talk with uh, music educators about what makes them successful um, and hopefully glean some advice for you as you embark on your future career. Today I'm here with Lauren Taylor Arnold. Um, uh, we go way back, um, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit, but some, uh, some brief information about her, some things to know. She's going into her fourth year of teaching, um, her third year at my alma mater, Cascade, um, where she is the middle school band director and assists a lot with the high school band as well, with uh, David Lucich, who we interviewed on the last podcast. Um, so welcome uh, to our podcast today, Ms. Arnold. Hi! So... I want to start just by talking about your beginnings in music. So what made you want to start band? Uh, I was always interested in band, but honestly, my dad kind of pushed me. Uh, I grew up with a single dad, and he really wanted me to learn an instrument. So, And I always wanted to please him. So that kind of pushed me, but I always did have an interest. And Mr. Lucidge, uh used to bring over the jazz band mm. to play for the fifth graders. And I remember when he did that, I thought it was so cool. Yep. And I really wanted to join it and do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So that also helped me join the band program. Yeah, that was one of the biggest influences for me yeah. in joining too. Uh, after that start, what motivated you to continue? Um, let's see. I'm very competitive. <laughs> so for one, I as middle school, Mr. Lucidge, as you know, mm-hmm. we would have playing tests. And so... I enjoyed that competitiveness, especially with some of my friends, seeing who could finish the book first. Yep. So that helped motivate me to stay in band for that. But then after I got past middle school, I just found that I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and it was a safe space yeah. for me. And so it was my favorite part of the day to come to band yeah. and get to play and make music, and that's just what made me want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends being in there, too, that helped. Right. So. Yeah, kind of, kind of similar for me to uh, Chloe DeLise and I, uh, she's now at Austin P. I'm also doing music education. Um, we kind of competed all throughout uh, middle school and then high school as well. Always friendly competition. Then yeah. You and Matthew Baldwin were, yes. always, were always neck and neck. Who finished the last book first? Matthew Baldwin. Matthew beat you. <laughs> but I do, I do say that I broke my arm okay. my seventh grade year. <laughs> And so it was hard for me to play mm-hmm. my flute for okay. about a month. I remember I had around six or seven playing tests left. Okay. And so Were you I, ahead at that point? I don't know if I was ahead, but I think I was right on him. Okay. I might have been right on him. <laughs> but I know that I've always said, if I hadn't broke my arm, yeah. maybe I would have finished <laughs> that seventh grade year with yeah. the last book. He took advantage of the little injury time out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What, um, what particular struggles outside of a broken arm um, did you have with the flute or, or just music in general? Could be whenever you started out yeah. or in college, any, any struggles that you had? Well, to start off, which this is a different struggle, this was an instrument struggle. Oh. My dad was getting me a flute, but we didn't have one in time for Head Start Day. So as you know, we have spare instruments. Mr. Lucid. Uh, just to pause that, can you explain uh, what Head Start Day is? I meant to oh, ask yes. Mr. Lucid about that on the yes. last podcast. Um, so Head Start Day is something we do here at Cascade where we bring in professionals on their instruments to basically give two free lessons. It's about two hours worth to beginners. So they get to learn from a professional on their instrument how to assemble their instrument, take it apart, take care of it. The mm-hmm. maintenance is really important, especially because I'm sure there are things that 
a brass player, me being a woodwind, can give feedback about how right. to do and what not to do that I might not know or might not realize is better for the instrument. Right. So for Head Start Day, I think that's really beneficial mm -hmm. for the kids to get that opportunity with that professional, yes. and it sets them up with good habits already. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of what the Head Start Day is. Yeah. But we started that day, and that's back when the county used to do it all together. Oh. It wasn't just Cascade Kids. It was really? Paris, Liberty, all. And Mr. Lucich gave me a flute that I did, of course, I'm brand new to the instrument, never mm -hmm. played before, and one of the keys wouldn't seal. So I remember I cried at my head start <laughs> oh, day no. because I couldn't play our first note, which was yeah. D. Oh, and, yeah, that's all of them. Yeah, it's almost all of them. And I couldn't play it, and I remember I cried. And then finally, towards the end of that, uh, Jessica, I think is who was doing it, she mm -hmm. she showed it to Mr. Lucy. She was like, oh, that pad's not... Not feeling <laughs> but I was so upset because I, I don't like to not be good at things right. and I was not doing good I couldn't make yeah. a sound and I was trying so hard I could do it on the head joint but I couldn't on the mm, flute yeah so that was one struggle early on and then I think the next struggle for me was because of that competitive aspect I really enjoy technical mm. things yeah now, I'm not as quiet in practice as I was during college, but sure. I love technical mm -hmm. type pieces to yeah. do. They would frustrate me, but it was a good frustration. I kind yeah. of think of it like going to the gym, mm -hmm. which I don't do, but I know people, <laughs> they say, you know, like your muscles hurting, mm -hmm. that means you did good. Yeah. It felt that way for me with technical. It's, it's easier to see the progress yes. compared to, to musical growth over, over Exactly. Musical growth was my biggest thing mm -hmm. to work on, especially through high school and college. That's yeah. what we spent a lot of time on, which mm -hmm. is learning how to shape and um, really feel the music instead of being a robot, which right. I kind of was used to doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about, about that college music experience. So you went to Austin P, mm -hmm. um, got your bachelor's in music education yes. um, with an emphasis in flute. Um, what made you choose Austin P as opposed to other schools? How did you navigate um, finding what school to go to? Because there's a lot of options out there, some yeah. than others. So to be honest, I hadn't decided to be a band director yet. Really? Um, my senior year. I was between that and medical research. My really? father, uh, like I said, I would, he was a single parent. Mm -hmm. My mom died young. He passed away when I was 16, my junior year, and from cancer. So I really wanted to do that for him. I wanted to cure it so nobody else would have to go through what I went through. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little no. emotional. But I also loved music, and I knew he loved hearing me play music. So I was really torn between these two career paths. And so I started touring tons of colleges. That mm -hmm. also helped, because I knew if I didn't like where I was, mm -hmm. which some people said, it doesn't matter. But for me, I knew it, if I didn't... It definitely matters. Yeah, I knew if I didn't like the atmosphere and the place I was in, I wouldn't do well. So what were some of the colleges that you toured? Uh, Just you, to give people kind of an idea yeah. of in the area in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, um, so University of Tennessee at Knoxville, mm -hmm. which is way too big for me. <laughs> yes. uh, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. And then I toured Tennessee Tech, mm -hmm. MTSU, and Austin P. Okay. And so... Tennessee Tech and Austin P, I really liked. Mm -hmm. 
the atmosphere and sure. MTSU, I didn't hate it. I wished it was smaller, but it was close to home. So honestly, picking college, part of it for me was if I liked it, but also the biggest part was, did I get enough money to warrant <laughs> right, going yeah. there? Um, so for me, that's kind of how I picked my college. But with the career path, I went to Tennessee Tech and I met a professor and she said what she was doing for medical research. I signed up as that's what mm -hmm. I wanted to do. And I listened to her tell me everything she was doing and it sounded exactly like what I said I wanted to do. And mm -hmm. it just, it didn't click in my heart. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I remember I just, I was like, this, this isn't it. Yeah. It, it took t to hear everything I wanted to be like, this doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> right. And so that's when I finally made that decision. Okay. It's music. Right. And I think that was around November. Okay. I've been practicing for scholarship for auditions, sure, yeah. but it took till around November-ish, I think, for it to finally click. Okay, yeah. I think I'm going to go for music, be a yeah. band director. And then, you know, I followed through with auditions and mm -hmm. Austin P gave me more money right. than anywhere else. So that also helped influence my decision yeah. there. I think there's definitely something to be said for just kind of going with your gut. Yeah. in terms of making that decision. I'm a very analytical person yeah. by nature, um, so it's it's hard for me sometimes to do that, but I think the best yeah. decisions that I've made usually are the ones where you just kind of go with that gut feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, music scholarships, uh, those yes. help a lot, a lot yes. of schooling. What um, are some what are some pieces of advice that you might give to you know a senior in high school, or even younger than that, um, in preparing for that process? So apply, you gotta apply. <laughs> That's true, um, check your deadlines. Yes, check the yes. deadlines, definitely. Make sure you apply, make sure you read all of the requirements for the application, that way you don't miss anything. And then if it's music, start practicing, picking your stuff early, uh, just so you're ready and feel prepared. For me, I, I have to feel prepared. If I don't feel prepared, I don't do as well or I feel mm -hmm. more on the spot so that helped me um, but also with the essays if you don't think you're a good writer find a friend find someone that you believe is a good writer and have them proofread and even if they're not a good yeah. writer maybe just have them proofread because sometimes I would think of things and I'd write it down put it on paper and to me it would make sense Mm -hmm. And I'd have someone read it and they'd be like, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> right. So I think that also helped uh, for that. And sometimes those application processes will ask you some hard questions. Don't be afraid to answer them and actually mm -hmm. get a little emotional with them because mm -hmm. that'll hit whoever right. is reading it. That'll make them remember you. Right. So it's hard for you to be vulnerable in that way, but I think mm -hmm. it will help you in the long run. For sure. So awesome, yeah. So now you're in college at this point in our timeline. Um, in the summers, you would do what I'm currently doing now. We're recording this at Bandcamp. Yes. Um, I'm here working with the High Brass. Uh, you're here, obviously, as the as yes. a band director. Um, but you were staff for a long time before that. What advice would you give to yourself to get the most out of this experience? Because it's not. You know, we don't do this for the money. <laughs> yeah. We do it for the experience for working with the kids. What advice would you give um, to either help the kids more as a staff member or to gain more of more out of it for yourself as a future educator? That's kind of... Okay, yeah. Uh, I think 
for me, I struggle with confidence mm. sometimes. And for me, looking back, which I don't think you struggle with this, you're way more <laughs> confident than I ever was. But just trying... It's false confidence sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, trying to be more confident, but also being willing to ask for help, mm. for support. Or if you don't know something, it's okay. Ask mm -hmm. someone and just listening to everything going on. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Lusage has told me with mid-state events that we go to now with some of our kids. Can you explain what mid-state is really quickly for anybody yes. who's listening who's not? Um, so this is where it's an ensemble where kids in the middle Tennessee area audition to participate in this band and you have to perform and score well at a judged audition process to make it. It's a very difficult process. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's also a really great experience for the kids. You and I both mm -hmm. had a chance to participate, and we loved it. Yep. That's where that's where we actually met originally. I was in seventh grade. You were a senior, right? Yes. Um, and we were, at that point, Mr. Lusich was our director for middle school and high school, so we all went together, um, and that was the first time. She sent me a picture, like, probably a month or two ago. There yeah. was a flashback from that. And <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild to think back on. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, but... Going to those events, he's mm -hmm. told me, and I do watch, just sitting and watching whoever the clinician is. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go yeah. to PD sessions, which I do attend some, but sure. just watching whoever is teaching and listening mm -hmm. to what they're saying and doing and just trying to figure out before they say or do it, mm -hmm. uh, what they're going to say and do. Yeah. And that has really helped me as well. So mm -hmm. for band camp, band staff, watching whoever is teaching at the moment and kind mm -hmm. of figuring out what they're going to say or do maybe before they do it just to help you and your ear or just thinking about oh why did they do that or oh that's smart let me try to remember that right for later on and okay. i don't know that i did as much of that mm -hmm. when i was on staff i think i was just so tired I was, <laughs> that's fair yeah that's i was fair. just trying to make it but i definitely think more confidence when i was with the kids leading them because i did know some good things to teach mm -hmm. i just wasn't confident with it, but also... What, what were some of those core teachings um, that, you, that you gave them? Like, what should be the emphases um, in teaching yeah. teaching sectionals, you know, and teaching on the field of band camp? So for sectionals, I, I'm i a big believer that if you can't do it slow, mm -hmm. you can't do it fast. Right. So for sectional purposes, I really think it's a good practice to go slow, start slow, work your way up, and I try to do the rule of three, get it right, right. three times in a row, mm -hmm. and if you don't, restart. So I believe that's a big help, because I know a lot of kids, and I was one of them, would just want to go fast <laughs> and yeah. just be like, yeah, I did it. And it's like, oh, you got some of the notes, but not yeah. all. Yeah. So for me, I really like doing that for sectional. I feel like I can get the most out of that time. Mm -hmm. I would like to do warm-ups with them because okay. I know they mm -hmm. wouldn't do a lot of long tone exercises. Right. The only issue I have is that they won't continue to do that once I'm gone. Yeah. So I wish they would. I, I try to introduce it so those who might be more dedicated will do it. Maybe try to get the section leaders to, yes. to remind them about it. Yeah, but I, I know that not always that that one's gonna stick. Right. But maybe the practice slow. So when they're mm -hmm. at home on their own, they'll go, oh, maybe I should do this slow and for sure. speed up. Yeah. So that's kind of my yeah. biggest things for sectionals. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, one more question kind of about that college um, age time frame. What advice would you give to yourself if you could do a music school over again? What advice would you give yourself to get the most out of it? Wow. Uh, there's a few different things. Mm -hmm. um, I wish that I had participated in, I can't remember what the ensemble was called at Austin P. We had wind ensemble, symphonic band, and it was this other one, but it was where you could play an instrument you're not. Oh, like a concert band? Yeah, That's maybe, what call it in yeah I think it was yeah. concert band. I wish I had done that. You require that for us. Oh, well, they yeah. didn't at Austin P. I wish I had yeah. done that just to get more mm -hmm. comfortable on another instrument. I felt pretty good on saxophone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm good. But I wish <laughs> I had done it on one of the instruments I don't feel right. as good about. Because you taught saxophone here for, yes. for a while. That was yeah. I felt good with sax because the fingerings were pretty similar and I, I was pretty okay making sounds on it. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that. I wish I would have done that and honestly, I wish I would have taken a little bit more time with friends and faculty and mm -hmm. doing stuff with them because I wanted, I thought you could be a valedictorian in college. I didn't realize you couldn't, but I wanted to be. <laughs> right. So I tried to have the highest grades I could, which I do think was good because I think I learned a lot because I right. had super high grades. Yeah. But there were tons of times I would put off doing stuff with my music friends mm -hmm. or with the section or just doing stuff with my professors even if it wasn't directly music related right. it would be just an event I could have learned more from other people right. uh, just outside casually mm -hmm. and I, building I, relationships yeah so. building relationships so I wish I would have done more of that okay because yeah. you know now these days are over I'm not there with those people anymore we've all split ways and I still think I would have got my job even if I had all A's, but they weren't, you know, 98s or whatever, right. even if they were 90s or mm -hmm. if I maybe had one or two B's. Yeah. I still think I would have got my job. Yeah. So I do wish I would spent a little more time building those relationships. Okay. Awesome. Let's uh, let's kind of shift gears into the job. So okay. your first job out of school was in Moore County. Yes. Um, can you talk about what the band program was like there when you got there? So, the band program when I got there, and I believe currently, mm -hmm. is still struggling mm -hmm. because they don't make a schedule that will help mm. a band program. I loved my administration there. I loved the kids, the people. It was a great community, but the schedule was broken up into what's called trimesters. Oh. So, you've heard of semesters. Mm -hmm. Trimesters is three 12 weeks. Okay. But each 12 weeks counted as a class. Okay. So you'd get your credit. How would that work? I'm assuming you still have winter break, right? Do you split that second trimester up? You do. Wow. Yeah, it was really, it was weird. Yeah. But because of that, they said there was just no way to have band count as one of those three, three yeah. for all times. So I taught that year three different band mm -hmm. classes technically. Uh, I think technically I had two high school band classes, but I had one kid, I think twice, in that class. Mm -hmm. It was just me and that kid. Wow. That It made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I'm with one kid, and it was of the opposite even, gender. Yeah. So that also I'm made I'm surprised me, they even did that. They did. Wow. And I mean, he was a good kid, yeah. but it just, I didn't like being put in that position. Right. 
And then I had a couple where it was two kids. The biggest I ever had, I think, was with five. Wow. And that was my high school band class. Yeah. But for the marching band, the kids all loved marching band, which was great. Mm -hmm. um, that was their thing. I had about 30. Now, I think nine of those were my middle school. But you guys only got to meet after school, right? We only got to meet after school because yeah. I wasn't supported with that high school band mm -hmm. class. So everything I wanted to do, I had to do after school. And that included concert band, too. Right. And jazz band. They wanted to do jazz band. They had it. Yeah. And I wanted to do concert band because right. I knew the value of it. Yeah. But getting them there was so hard. It was such a battle that we just did concert band one day a week and jazz band another day a week wow. because I, I basically and I didn't like doing this I had to threaten if they didn't do a concert band I wouldn't let them do jazz band because mm -hmm. they wouldn't play their instrument right for six seven months right and if you're only doing jazz you're not building up exactly. a lot of skills that are necessary on exactly and it was only I think around 10 that wanted to do jazz band wow. out of those 30 again Right. So that was really rough with building the program. Yeah, for sure. And the middle school was seven and eight, mm -hmm. and they were combined. Right. Now, when I joined, it was after COVID. So COVID had shut schools down. Mm -hmm. So I came that fall afterwards. So everyone started on the same page, mm -hmm. basically, because of that. But I got that year my seventh graders, that would have been eighth graders, through a book. So when I would have came back that next year had I stayed, mm -hmm. they would have been eight. Those new seventh graders would have been behind a year's worth at that point wow. from the eighth graders, but they all would have been in the same class. Uh, yeah. So that would have been really rough mm -hmm. with that. And then again, when they got to high school, I wouldn't see them unless they would come after school, right. which made it hard, I guess, for discipline and for motivation because... There was no consequences really other than you're not doing it right whereas you know here it's part of your grade yeah so that was rough and more kind of I, again love the people mm -hmm. just they didn't want to set up a band program for success and right. i think that's the hardest thing is sometimes you can tell them because i repeatedly told them but if they won't help you there's not much you can do in that situation if they're going to set it up to where it can't be successful. Right. And I don't, I don't want to dwell on the, the negative um, situation necessarily for too long, but to all the administrators out there that maybe, I don't know if any administrators are going to listen to this because who am I? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if there are any out there, what can administrators do to help support their band program when it comes to schedule? I know Cascade is switching to a block. Mm -hmm. Um, which we fear might have some negative effects on the band yeah. program. Um, what is, what's the best schedule format for a, a successful band program? I think it's where the band gets to meet every day, mm -hmm. but the kids can still have the opportunity to do other things they want to do. Mm -hmm. Which, with this block schedule, we get to meet every day. However, it's only four classes, so they're having to give up other classes they might want to do because a fourth of their high school is now banned right. whereas before it wasn't so it wasn't as big of an issue because mm -hmm. we have a lot of great kids who love band but band isn't everything for all of us right it's something they enjoy it's their safe place right. but they really enjoy this and they know I mean, they even for you when you were in high yeah. school you were really inter interested in medicine yes yeah so it's that 
makes it really hard on the kids because mm-hmm. now they're having to make that choice so early on and I really believe kids should still get to be kids for sure and I think that kind of we're taking them out of getting to be a kid and we're kind of forcing them to pick their workforce and what they want to go in right. and I didn't figure it out till halfway through my senior year and yeah. some people take longer than that I didn't figure out until I got to college <laughs> yeah and that's okay right. we're all on a different table and I don't think that had we had this block schedule and they're doing this career exploration stuff, I don't think had we done that when I was in high school, I don't think that would have helped me any personally because I was still trying to figure out who I was as a person, let alone right. trying to figure out what I want to do. And I think that's I think that's kind of what like philosophically I think that's what high school should be about is helping you to figure out who you are yeah. as a person and then you get to college and you're able to explore. Yeah. And I understand the reasoning, you know, trying to save people money, yeah. um, save people yeah. time and all that. And it's definitely with good intentions, but I, I yeah. wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, because if you don't know who you are, how do you know what you want to do? <laughs> exactly. And it, it took me a while to kind of figure that out. And so I just think that the block schedule makes that harder for, sure. for kids. Um, yeah, and of course, Makes it harder for the band, too. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah. So, you finished your year at Moore County. What led you back to Cascade? Well, as you know, it's our alma mater. Yeah. So, in college, I actually would tell anyone. I'd be like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to yeah. teach in my alma mater mm-hmm. one day. And I remember... And everybody everybody used to talk about that, too, because there was, yeah. there was always rumors of building a new building for the high school. Yes. And we said, whenever whenever LT graduated, <laughs> <laughs> that she was going to come back. And uh, it, it didn't correspond that you did a year at Moore County, yeah. right? And then we had, this, then we had the school. Or yeah. The first year, um, we had a different director. Yeah. But, but I always said I wanted to come back. And with Moore County... I did, and I told them in my interview, they asked me uh, if I was offered the job at Cascade, which was a tough interview question, right. would I go? Wow. And I, I'm very proud of my answer at the time. And it was a true, honest answer. I said, you know, if I could build a strong program here, I would love to have a strong program to right. rival mm-hmm. my alma mater. And that right. wasn't a lie. I, Be I really, Mr. Lucich. Yeah, I really meant it. But <laughs> yeah. I just knew from that year experience, they weren't going to make it possible for me to set up that program right. to do that mm-hmm. so that that was tough but it made me want to leave and then I heard this job was opening and I was like oh my gosh I'll get to be back at my um, mater with the kids and I know the kids are great and right. I know how it kind of runs and mm-hmm. I was super excited yeah. to jump on it and Mr. Lucidge had been contacting me he was like hey we might have a job opening mm-hmm. over here so once he was like okay you know uh, Miss Webb, who is a great, awesome mm-hmm. teacher. Yes. But she's decided to stay at home with her baby. Mm-hmm. When he told me that, I was like, oh, I was like, I want to put in, like, how soon can I, I right. email Mr. Parker? I, and he was the principal at the time, and mm-hmm. I was so excited. Yeah. So that's kind of awesome. how I came back. Yeah. yeah. So your main gig is as middle school band director, but yes. you also help quite a bit with the high school. Yes. How do you, what are the skills? Um, Obviously, some of the skills overlap, but what are some specific skills necessary for each age level that you're teaching to, to serve the students best? Can you clarify the question just a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Sorry. sorry, I asked in a really confusing way. What I'm meaning is, what are some specific skills that you use for middle schoolers, um, some specific strategies maybe, and what are some mm-hmm. skills that you use specifically for high schoolers okay. to try to relate to them or to try to help them understand yeah. concepts? So. For high school, at that point, 
they've had more experience. So usually I can be more nitpicky, mm -hmm. but they understand what I mean without me having to say a whole lot. Right. But middle school, I try to really explain everything because yeah. I know it's new. And for me in middle school, I really try to preach counting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah, I try to preach it. Now, some of them, I don't know that they all get it, but for me, I really want them to know how to mm -hmm. count. So we actually do what's called rhythm of the day, and mm -hmm. that's something I learned from my mentor teacher in Clarksville mm -hmm. when I student taught. So I'll have a different rhythm, and it gets harder throughout the year, but I'll make them clap it. Sometimes I make them play it just on B-flat, concert B-flat. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we all count it together. I'll ask for volunteers, and I try to reward. I'll be like, okay, if you think you can do today's rhythm of the day, mm -hmm. raise your hand. And I'll just go across the room, whoever thinks they've got it, until we find a person that can, and I'll give them some reward, like Harvest oh, Champion or Candy, or yeah. not during class, but after. Right, yeah. But just, well, another reward system, no. yeah, you have a point system as yes. well, right? Can you explain? I, I actually don't know a lot about that outside of what I've heard from, from people I know in your middle school program. Yeah, so that was Miss Webb, mm -hmm. the former director. That was her idea, and really? she told me yeah. about it. That she did it with the kids, kids mm -hmm. liked it, and I was like, well, I'll try it. Yeah. If I don't like it, you know, I'll, I might get rid of it. But the sixth and seventh graders in particular mm -hmm. love it. Okay. They they love it. And so how you get points, I put them on a team, and I, I try to do my best to make it as equal level ability that mm -hmm. I can judge as possible. Do they stay on the same team they for do. the whole year? They do. Uh, do. Do teams change, like, when they get to seventh grade? So I have them stay on it the whole year. Okay. However, each year I reset it. Okay. So I kind awesome. of learn. The only thing that's rough is that the sixth graders that come in, I make it at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. because they start building points at the beginning, mm -hmm. doing worksheets when I'm teaching them how to read music right. while we test instruments. Uh, so they're building points, so I want them to get credit for those points. Right. But sometimes... I end up, and I don't realize because I don't know them yet, right. I might have some of those real go-getters mm -hmm. all on one team, Right. and it would be best if they're split up. So the next year, I know to split mm -hmm. them up, right. but I just never know with that sixth grade class right. coming in. But really, the biggest thing that gets them points is practicing. Okay. It's yeah. 10 points a minute. Mm -hmm. So they can get tons and tons of As points. opposed to like how many points for like a worksheet? So worksheet, I think I do around 50 or 100. Okay. Depending on how they do and then... But still they practice for 5 or 10 minutes and be... Yeah, exactly. Because I want them to practice. Right, that's and awesome. And they want the points. Mm -hmm. So and then I do a star chart with the playing test. Mm -hmm. So they like to put the sticker up there. Yep. Uh, they enjoy that, and then if they pass a playing test, they get 200 points okay. to add to their team. And for every one they pass, it's 200. So awesome. they, if they pass five, that'd be 1,000 points. Right. So that also helps motivate them. By eighth grade, they're kind of done with the point system. They don't really care. But I try to do it where at the end of the nine weeks, because that's how we do our um, mm -hmm. grading periods, they we'll get a prize. The team that won will get a prize. Mm -hmm. And then I've been keeping track of how many points each team makes throughout the whole year so that at the end of the year the team that got the most points mm -hmm. gets a pizza party. Oh cool. So they like that too. You're right. So but it, it gives the opportunity to reset at the end of each nine weeks mm -hmm. so that we don't stay if one team gets really far behind, right. they don't stay like that the whole year. They have the opportunity for the next nine weeks 
to bring it back up, fix it. Which the right. first year I did it, every team did get to win in nine weeks. Okay. Last year, one team never won, okay. uh, which was sad. Right. Three of them did, mm -hmm. but the fourth never did. But it, it's to give them that chance. Right. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we're running a little bit short on time here. Sorry. No, no problem. <laughs> I mean, we still have plenty. I just want you to be able to rest a little bit before the night block. I want to ask you some rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. I I did send them to you in advance, so yes. I hope they're not too rapid fire for okay. you. Okay. But um, one of the the only one that's not on here. Um, what is your favorite part of Cascades Bandcamp? My favorite part of yeah. Cascades Bandcamp. Like just Camp? what do you enjoy the most? Not pedagogically, nothing fancy. Just what do you enjoy? I love the activities. Mm -hmm. I love watching the kids out there and yep. being silly and just bonding and yeah. becoming more of a family. But then I also love Friday night at mm -hmm. the performance yeah. and how proud, especially mm -hmm. the freshmen, mm -hmm. when they're like, oh my gosh, we did it. Right. Like, they work oh, so hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So those are my two That's favorite awesome. things. Yeah. yeah, delightful moments. Yes. Awesome. Um, another one, um, how do you balance um, work and life? You are, you're married to Travis, who's a wonderful guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're having your first child soon. Yeah. How do you balance um, work and life so that um, you know, you're still able to spend time with him um, and prioritize that relationship? It's hard, mm -hmm. uh, but this year or last year with marching season in particular, I just had to let stuff go. I mm -hmm. like my house clean up. And I'm not a super clean freak, mm -hmm. but it used to really bother me, mm -hmm. the state of my house. And last year during marching season, I just said, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just, I was like, for my own mental well-being and for spending time with my husband, I was like, mm -hmm. I just got to let this go. Right. And I'll, I'll get done what needs to get done. Nothing will get terrible, but it's just going to be messy for this next <laughs> right. couple months. Yeah. And then... It's pretty freeing to, yeah. to think about it like that. And then Travis and I had tried to schedule... I think it was Tuesday or Wednesdays. We said mm -hmm. this was our night together. That's awesome. Um, we might just stay at the house, cook. We might yeah. go out. But we tried to schedule one day a week where we would do something. Yeah. Even if it's just sit on the couch. That's awesome. So that's I good. guess that's kind of how. That's good. I'm always trying to think about that. I know it's being a band director, being a music teacher in general, it's, it's not an easy job. No. <laughs> so I'm trying to prepare myself in advance to yeah. you know, be in it for the long run. Because if, yeah. if you treat it like a sprint, you know, you're going to get burned out pretty quickly. And I think yes. you've, you've handled it really, really well. Well, thank you. Okay. I know this one stressed you out a little bit. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But what is your best purchase under $100? I just, I mean, honestly, my brain's going food because yeah. that's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, or, let's see, best purchase under $100. I still think food. Food. <laughs> what, food. What, what specific food? Uh, I've really been liking fruits right now. Nice. Fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. So those have been really, really good lately. Or uh, what else has been good? I've been making some milkshakes at home. Mm -hmm. Been making cookies. So that's part of that. Expecting a child. I've just been thinking about food. Uh, or this is going to sound funny, but lotion. I found this, oh, like, okay. good lotion. It's expensive. Yeah. It's $50 for this little... Hey, it's under $100. Yeah, it is. But it's... <laughs> what's, the, what's the brand? It's First Aid something. First aid? I, I need okay. to look it up. But it's for people with sensitive skin. Because okay. I've just been struggling with dry skin. Mm -hmm. And my friend told me about it. And I was like, it's $50. 
but it has worked so well. That's it's awesome. cleared up my dry skin. I know that's weird, but it's so good. No, yeah, so, I mean, little things like that can make a big difference. Yeah, so I am so happy with that lotion. Yeah. <laughs> because awesome. I'm no longer scratching from dry skin. In the winter, my elbows get really yeah. ashy, so yeah. I'm going to have to give that a shot. Okay, next question. Any particular routines or habits that have led to your success, either personally or professionally? Uh... I think just trying to trying to stay where I keep my routine, mm -hmm. um, which is not a routine, but it's just kind of it helps the kids because they know what to mm -hmm. expect, what yeah. we're gonna do every day. You know, we warm up, rhythm of the day, tune, and then get in the stuff. And mm -hmm. I put it on the board for them, and I think that helps. Now some of them, God bless them, I love them. Don't read the board. <laughs> They're like, what are we doing? I'm like, it's on the board. But for the ones who do, for yes. most of them that are paying attention, I think that helps because that saves time. Right. So I always try to yeah. have on the board what we're going to do for the day. I like that. Uh, so I try to come in that morning and have that set up, or for some reason mm -hmm. I couldn't do it that morning. Like while they're coming in, I go put it up immediately mm -hmm. so they know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think that helps them so there's not as much craziness and yeah. chaos going on. For sure. That was yeah. something Mr. Lucid started doing in my last two years of high school and I thought that yeah. was really, I don't know yeah. if he got it from you or not, but <laughs> he um, might have done it before, but I remember it particularly, he placed a lot of emphasis yeah. on it the last two years. I don't know where. It might have been him I got that from, or Mr. Yeah. Webb or my mentor teacher. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. What or who do you think of when I mention the word success? Well, I have to go to Mr. Lucidge. Okay. Just because he's such a great mentor mm -hmm. uh, for both of us, and if not for him, we wouldn't be where we are. Right. So when I, I think of success, my mind definitely goes to him yeah. and what he's built and done with this program because it's amazing, this rural school that has right. done so well yeah. wins. There are some big schools that have the money, the funding, but just haven't been able to do what we've been able to do. Right. So I, I think about him and I think a lot of it, not that the other schools don't have heart, but I think it goes back to just having passion and having right. the heart and the kids see it. And that's mm -hmm. the biggest uh, influence is that yeah. they know that you're in it, you care about them, yeah. you care for them right. and the program. And I think they see that and they want to live up to your standards yeah. and make you happy mm -hmm. too because you build those relationships yes you built those yeah. relationships so they see that and they they want to make you happy you want to make them happy and right. it's kind of both ways sometimes yeah. that's awesome yeah. okay last question okay okay you ready yeah if you had a billboard okay. that was seen by as many people in the world okay. what would it say had a billboard yep one sentence, one quote, anything that, that's meaningful to you that you would want people to know? Um, let's see. I sprung this one once. I know. Too, I'm sorry. I, oh, you're good. It came to me while we were talking. I like <laughs> it. I, I have so many things I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm thinking of something, because I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. saying something about God's real, Jesus' real, mm -hmm. something about that. One of my favorite quotes I thought about is, however long the night, the dawn will break. Mm. That's what kind of... My dad used to say that to yeah, me a lot growing up. That's what helped me get through that rough period when my dad died. Mm -hmm. I just tried to remember, okay, it's rough right now, but I know it'll it'll 
being less right. painful eventually. Mm -hmm. So I tried to hold on to that. And then the last thing, and this is more my dad would tell me this, and this is something I plan on doing with my child, is um, he would tell me to just try. Mm -hmm. He would say, I don't care how you do as yeah. long as you tried your best. Mm -hmm. So it, about grades or anything, if he was like, if you got to be your C, if you tried your best and you honestly tried your best, mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Yeah, love that. But if you didn't, then we would have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> right. And so yeah. I try to really tell my kids that too, mm -hmm. if I want them to play something for me. Uh, and that's kind of where I, my pet peeve is if they won't try. Mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll just tell them, I was like, I just want you to try. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be good. Just try for me just so try. I know where you're at, how I can help. Mm -hmm. So for me, that also, just try. Whatever it is, try. Yeah. And it'll be okay. And if you did your best, then you have nothing to be upset about. Mm -hmm. So Awesome. Just try. I love that. <laughs> Just try. Lauren Taylor Arnold, folks. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for being on. Thank you all so much for listening. I uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of the day.